0: What about now? Sound like a commercial, huh? Verizon? Good morning! (laughs) I'm so excited to be with you all this morning and preaching on the stage and continuing part three of our Know What You're For series. So before we jump in, let's open up with a word of prayer. Lord, thank you so much um, for this opportunity to uh, preach your word to your people this morning. I just ask that I will step back and that you will speak through me, that you will speak to each of us individually, that you will multiply the message and convict our hearts to continue to be for our community. Thank you for this time together this morning. Amen. So our message this morning, as I said, is part of our Know What You're For series, and Tim preached as part of the series last week, and today I get to continue talking about For the Community. So community is part of the DNA here at Murray Hills. It is at the core of our faith and woven throughout Scripture. It is demonstrated in the Trinity and the relationship between God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We see it as part of God's design as we read in Scripture about him walking through the garden with Adam and Eve. It is evident in the way God talks about his relationship to Israel and his great love for us it is so important here at Murray Hills that it is actually one of our core values. We want to be a church that is for our community. So it's one thing to say that we want to be known for that, but what would our city say about us and what are we really known for? If Murray Hills closed its doors forever, would the community notice? In other words, are, are we being effective at accomplishing our goal? So in order to evaluate how we've been doing, we just sat back and took a look at some of the things we did in 2019 and 2020 to reach out and be a blessing to our community. So some of those things are we collected blankets, cereal, and peanut butter, and those things were done on a moment's notice. I remember hearing stories of people going from store to store trying to find blankets because we had bought out the city. That is absolutely amazing. Through our Easter offerings, we've given money to Brawl Boom Church in Belize, Crossroads the Home, Martiqua's Land of Hope, and several other nonprofits. We make hospital bags for guests at Murray Regional Hospital. We provide meals and food for local organizations and food pantries. We're able to provide grocery gift cards during the past few months for people who are affected by what's going on. We even created a loan program as well. That is... <laughs> astonishing that's what we have been able to accomplish in 2019 and 2020 when i began working here two years ago i remember meeting people in the community and they were just raving about how amazing murray hills is in the heart of the people here to reach out to their community meaning for your community is not just lip service but it is action and i'm so proud to be a part of a church that lives out what they say and thank you for your partnership We would not be able to accomplish any of these things without you. We would not be able to be for our community unless we all served, stepped up, and give together. This is evidence that our church is for our community. We are doing this together. Thank you. The reason why this is so important to us and the reason why we are able to be for our neighbors is because we recognize and understand first that Christ is for us. We extend the tangible love of of God to others because that is what we have experienced. We want to show others the love and grace that God has shown us. Do we get it perfect every time? No, we don't. Are we able to say yes to every opportunity that's asked of us? Unfortunately, no. But we try our best to do what Christ has called us to do. And that is to show his love to those around us. Inside and outside the walls of this building. Over the last few months, it has become more and more evident than ever some of the needs of those around us the pain of illness or loss of a child or spouse or job. This season has also made us more aware of the fact that the church is not a building, but the people of God who are on mission in their community. We are the church. We've talked about the many ways Murray Hills is for the community. And when I think about the word for being an action word and not just something we say, I wonder if I am known for being for my community. Are you known for being for your community? Are we known for being for our community? What I mean by that is not the entire city that takes a team but the people who are directly around you that God has put in your path. What would they say? If I have experienced a radical love of Christ and committed my life to following him, if I have acknowledged his great love and his death on the cross for my sins, am I extending that love to those around me who have yet to know him? Would my neighbor say I am for them my coworkers, my children, my family, my spouse, my friends? If someone sat down and interviewed those around me, would they say that I am for them? What would your community say about you? Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his love for, in, for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us. Do we really understand that? Even in the midst of all the hard things that are going on around us, do we realize that God loves us, he sees us, and he is for us? If we understand this, then it should be that much easier to show his love to those around us. First John 4:19 says, "We love because He first loved us." When we experience his love, we want others to experience it as well. We're going to look at an example from Luke chapter 19 of how Jesus was being for those around him." Now this is a story about a man named Zacchaeus. Now, how many of you, whenever you hear that word, sing the children's song in your head? I do every time. (laughs) So in this story, Jesus was on his way to Jericho. He had just healed a blind man, and there was a people, a crowd was beginning to form around him. So Zacchaeus heard that Jesus was coming. He'd heard people talk about Jesus, and he wanted to get a firsthand look. But you see, Zacchaeus was vertically challenged, which means he was short in stature. And so he was not able to see over the crowd, so he decided to climb up into tree you see Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector tax collectors in those days were looked down upon because they collected taxes from Rome and often added to their fees so that they could lace their pockets a little bit thicker so him being a chief tax collector tells us that he was a boss of a boss of the tax collectors and so he was looked down upon the pharisees and teachers of the law did not like people like Zacchaeus He was a traitor and a thief. They had nothing to do with these kind of of people because they could not be seen with them. They did not know God. They were not seen talking to them, seen with them, and they would dare not eat with them. Zacchaeus was not invited into their community. Luke 19, verse 5 says... And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. They could not believe that Jesus acknowledged and planned to eat with a traitor and a thief. But what they missed is that when Jesus acknowledged and invited Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus repented and said he'd pay four times what he'd stolen, and he'd give half of everything that he owned to the, to the poor. He experienced the love of God in a radical way that day, and it changed his life. Love changed him. Knowing that Christ was for him changed him. And verse 9 says, Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Jesus stopped and offered love, grace, and truth to Zacchaeus, a man who was an outcast in society. He went to his house and ate with him. He offered him the experience of being known, loved, and seen by his creator, He invited him into his community. The scripture tells us that this encounter changed Zacchaeus and that of his entire household. I've read this passage many times and heard the story even many more, but one part of the story really stood out to me today. And verse 5 says, And when Jesus came to the place, the NIV says reached the spot, he looked up. It is as if Jesus had an appointment with Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus didn't even know. Jesus was intentional to stop, to look, and invite. Are we following Christ's example this morning? Are we taking the time to stop, look, and invite those around us? Those who have yet to know Christ. I'm not talking about this invitation as a mandate to look and act like a perfect Christian to those around us or legalism by pretending that we have everything together but inviting those who have yet to know christ into our lives that they may experience the love of god through us giving and sharing god's love grace and truth out of an abundance of the love we've received from a god that is for us who are we who are we missing by not being intentional to stop and look Who has Christ placed in your life for you to demonstrate his love and grace? Wait. Have you experienced his love and grace? If you have not met the man that I'm talking about this morning, the God who is for you, if you're in this room, there's a connection card in the back of your seat. Please fill it out and ask to speak to a pastor or stop one of us after service. If you're watching online this morning and you don't know the God that I'm talking about, if you want to grow in your relationship with him, If you want to encounter him like the story of Zacchaeus that we're talking about today, click on the the connection card link in your stream and ask to speak with a pastor. But if you have experienced the love we're talking about this morning, would your community say that you're for them? I don't know if everyone in my community would say that I'm for them. So what can we do to change that? How can we show those far from God that he is for them. The first thing we can do is pray and ask God to show us the person he wants us to be for. Ask him to open our hearts, our eyes, and our ears to those he's placed right in our path. Pray that we will intentionally stop like he did and look. Someone may have popped into your mind as I spoke. Maybe a neighbor, a coworker, a friend, or a family member or even a classmate that needs to experience his love and his grace. We can also be for our community by listening, observing, and inviting, asking those around us, how can I help? We as a church are known for being for our community because of years of consistently showing up. God wants us to do the same for those he has placed around us. Being for your community is a commitment and not an event. It takes time to build relationships, to get to know people, and have the opportunity to show them Christ. When I heard the story of Zacchaeus as a kid, I thought it was a funny story about a man climbing a tree. But today I realized I am like Zacchaeus. And one day in January of 99, I realized I was tired of seeing Jesus from afar. I was tired of hearing everyone else talk about this man that had changed their life. And I had an appointment with Jesus that day. He changed my life, realizing that he is for me, changed who I am and has transformed me into who I am becoming today. He came to seek and to save me when I was lost. Now it is my turn to give others that same gift and introduce them to the man has changed my life it is also yours the great commission is our job to introduce those around us into our community that they may see and experience hear our stories about the god who has changed our life it is time for us to stop pray listen and invite we must be intentional about being the church, the hands and feet of Jesus among those that God has placed into our lives, into our homes, our schools, our neighborhoods, on our jobs. There are people around us who are desperate to be seen and desire to experience the love that only God can offer them. So let, again, let us stop, pray, listen and invite. We're gonna close by reading together first John four nineteen. We love because he first loved us. Amen. Thank you, You're welcome.